Hello, friends. I'm Renee. And I'm Anna. And you're listening to Finger Happy Hour Question Tuesday Edition. recording these episodes because they are so laid back. Not that the other ones aren't, but these ones are kind of like a few less the pressure because I don't feel the need to be incredibly smart and intelligent in them. But you are. My biggest secret unveiled. Anna, you are a goddamn treasure. No, Grenade, that's your line. You are a goddamn treasure. We are both. Okay. We're going to answer some questions. It's going to be great and nobody is going to fight. Maybe. Our first question is from Hedwig, inspired by Anna's tweet going viral. What's that like? What do you both think about viral media in general? Is it good or bad? Does it have a lasting effect? This is referencing your tweet getting retweeted by JK Rowling. Yes. So a little bit of context for that one. I was actually retweeted again today for this very tweet, which just, it's incredible because... This tweet was on the 7th of February. I see you get a couple of retweets every day. It was me throwing shade at Donald Trump about the Muslim ban and terrorism in Europe, which he was so worried about. And I retweeted him and said, I don't know, dude, I live in Europe. And I'm like, look at what's happening in the US with all the mass shootings by white dudes. And that was retweeted quite a few times. And then J.K. Rowling herself retweeted it. And after that, things just exploded. Right now, this tweet has had 44,000 likes, 23,000 retweets, and 298 replies. The retweet that I got today was from someone saying, here can meet my pussy here. Because for some reason, people think that I'm a dude. A lot of people thought so. Well, on the plus side, your retweet to reply ratio is good. In what way? So on Twitter, there's a really good indication on if a tweet is a super bad take because it will have more replies than it has retweets. Like if you see like a real bad take in the next few days, look at the number of retweets versus the number of replies. And I guarantee you that the replies will be higher than the retweets. J.K. Rowling agrees with me. There is really nothing left for me to say in this world. I even framed that because at one point was the first thing that was showing on her page. And I just took a screenshot of that. This was one of the greatest moments of my life. Now, in terms of what's that like? At first, it was a little bit, wow, this is... Well, I got super excited when she retweeted me. Things were really exciting for the first two days and then just got a little bit boring. I didn't get a lot of hate. I wonder whether it's because people thought I was a man, judging by the number of people calling me dude and the number of women offering me their services. Not to say that they wouldn't be offering their services to women because, you know, they might not be het, but judging by the way that they address me, I I understood them to think that I am a man. So I'm wondering whether the lack of hate and the lack of misogyny was because most people thought that I was a guy. That's my impression of the whole thing. Does it have a lasting effect? I did get about a thousand new followers, but I'm not sure whether in the great scheme of things that really counts for anything. 
How do you feel? They are asking both of us. What do you both think about viral media in general? I've never had anything go viral, which is actually kind of good. Sometimes you don't want the claw to choose you. I guess it depends on the context of what it is that's going viral and what it's commenting on. A lot of things go viral that I'm just like, okay, that's funny, but I'm not interested in it. Like the Kofefe thing went viral. Oh, I love that one. I think I retweeted one joke. Then I was done. So when things go viral that are just kind of goofy, that make people laugh and give us some comfort in these dark times, I'm fine with it. But sometimes things go viral and it's not that great. Virality has changed a little bit now. Things that go viral that are bad, that are bad, like terrorist attacks, the commentary about them, misinformation about them. You don't want that to happen because they're, you're doing the terrorist jobs for them when you're sitting there just creating all this tension and suspense about something that isn't well understood yet. When those kind of things go viral, that's not good. Sometimes things can go viral in ways that distract from other issues. So I think virality can work against itself because you can get caught up in things. It has good things, right? A few years ago, months ago, years, God, time. What is time? This little kid built a clock and they thought it was a bomb. They cuffed him and they took him to the detention center and they were super abusive to this kid. And it went viral and he got this huge outpouring of support, right? Yes, he got that support. Would things have changed if he hadn't got that support? I don't know. But did it have a lasting effect? Did that support that he got have a lasting effect? No, because his family left and went back. Like, they moved away. They left America. It went viral, but it didn't, like, change the larger outcome. Things can go viral and people can lose their jobs over something stupid, which I think is awful. There was an interview I listened to with this girl and her friend liked to take photos being goofy in front of signs saying not to do a thing. So they went somewhere to some military memorial it was like, please be silent, don't be don't be loud. And they like, took photos of themselves like pretending to scream and they posted it on their Facebook. But like this really stupid, pretty harmless thing that these people did privately, but then posted on their social media accounts went viral and caused all these problems in their offline life. Yeah, okay, so maybe they were a little bit of an asshole. It was a dick move. Do they deserve to be harassed, stalked, lose their livelihood? Do they deserve that? Like, did they really deserve that level of treatment? I don't think so. And that's why I really worry about morality. It allows mobs to form that might not necessarily be working toward the right thing. I have very strong opinions about things going viral, apparently, that I didn't realize I had. You, <laughs> you do. Sorry. So the takeaway maybe is that social media is complicated. I think often it can do more harm than good, and the good it can do doesn't last as long. Bad things always go farther and last longer. I mean, I had my five minutes of fame because of JK Rowling, and that's it. Are you sure you didn't sell like eight zillion books? I do not sell any books at all out of it. So that's one really interesting um, takeaway from that as well. Reality does not sell books. If the tweet was about a book, it might have, but it did not generate any book sales. Creativity and creative pursuits are a long game. There are really no shortcuts. Any final thoughts about going viral, Anna? No, I think you said it all. Rachel at the 
Shades of Orange. Who were your favorite Mass Effect characters and who did you have a relationship with? And how excited are you for Andromeda? Rachel, I didn't know you played Mass Effect. I'm so excited. Um, I just finished, well, I haven't finished yet because I'm mad about how Mass Effect 3 ended, a replay of the whole first trilogy. And this time I played as Mel Shepard and I romanced Nobody, Jack, and then Kaiden. Anna's like, I don't know any of these characters. I have no idea what's going on. I prefer to like think of like Canon Shep as female Shepherd. And in that game, I romanced Liara and then Garrus and then Garrus. Garrus! Female Shep and Garrus, the greatest ship ever! And I need you to immediately Google Garrus the Carrion. Yeah, I was not expecting that. He is a Turian. Is he a good guy? He's a good guy. He is such a good guy that I can't even express how good of a guy he is. He's so great. I mean, he also did some assassinations, but whatever. It's fine. They were bad guys. And then there's a tag here saying hot. 100% with bone, even though he's an alien. Okay. So yeah, I always and forever ship female ship with Garrus. It's my one true pairing for Mass Effect. And I ship Kaiden with Shep as male ship only. Kaiden and female ship, that's fine. Like, if I had to choose another ship, I guess, for Shepard, for, fem- for female Shepard, I would choose Liara. Anna is so confused about my excitement. She's like, how can I get you this excited, but about Megan Whelan Turner? <laughs> Hope that she puts some gay in her la- latest book, that's how. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen, so. And I can't choose a favorite character. It's really hard because I love everybody except for Zaid. And Javek can just go walk off a short pier. Whatever, dude. God, who do I not like? Yeah, I love everybody except for those two. Oh my god, Morton! How do you get all of this from a game? I don't understand it. This is a very story-based game. Is it? Anna, one day you're going to come visit me and we are going to play Mass Effect. I like that idea. You're going to need to stay about a month, just FYI. Why, does it take a month to go through the whole thing? All three of them, yes. I mean, I could probably do it faster, but I would probably, Zach would have to play some. Sometimes I die a lot. Meanwhile, the last part of this question is how excited are you for Andromeda? Real fucking excited, except I don't have a PS4, and I'm not going to be able to get a PS4 for another eight zillion years. Is that no other way of playing it? No. I mean, I guess maybe the computer, but no, I don't. uh, No. Do you have any friends where you can go and play? I don't know anybody here with a PS4. It's very sad because I really want to play this game, but it's going to be fine. I'll be patient. On a scale of 1 to 10 of how excited I am for Andromeda, it is about 8 fucking million. <laughs> All right, I hope that answered your question. I had a lot of feelings about Mass Effect. Going to put Anna out of her misery. Feel free to DM me anytime, Rachel. We'll have lots of long discussions about which Mass Effect characters we want to bone. I'm always up for that discussion. My question for end of this week is, what's something you've been meaning to try, but just haven't gotten around to yet? Backpacking. As in picking a trail and then doing it the whole way, backpacking and camping and shit. Russell, my partner, does that all the time. I keep meaning to do it, 
But it's like, can't be so uncomfortable. But I really, really want to be able to do that. We'll pick a shorter one. Yes, we're going to start with a shorter one. For, uh, do a weekend and then go for a week and then keep going. Because we do long tracks. Like I do long tracks, six, seven, eight hours a day. I just tend to do a circular walks going back to the same point and without a backpack on my back. So because we leave the car at one point, go for a circular walk, long ones, come back. So this one would mean just doing the whole thing with a huge backpack on my back. And I'm not sure that I am right there in the level of endurance for this. But I would really like to be one day. You can do it. Yeah, that's, I think I can too one day. Well, I like your answer. I would never want a backpack, but I could totally see you doing it. Please don't get eaten by a bear. Oh my god, I would never go backpacking on a place that actually had bears. What is the one geek thing that you are so passionate about you can't stand arguing about it? Please don't answer Mass Effects. Now, I know what your answer is going to be. Yeah, I don't mind arguing about Mass Effect. In fact, I will argue about Mass Effect if you want to come to me and be like, the Mass Effect 3 ending was great. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. You're going down if you bring that to me. Mass Effect 3's ending was gross. I'm so mad about it, Anna. This is not a convincing argument. Mass Effect 3 had a terrible ending, but everything else before it was great. Its ending was so bad. There's like not sticking the landing, and then there's like seeing where you're supposed to land, landing to the side, and then blowing up the landing pad. Okay, that's definitely one geek thing that you are passionate about. I can't, okay, listen, I need to answer the actual question. Uh, The only thing that I can't argue about is Tony Stark. I can't do it. I don't argue with people about Tony Stark ever for any reason. Mostly because uh, everybody who wants to argue about Tony Stark with me is wrong. Because they have internalized this really abusive narrative from Tumblr about the character. And I just don't have any truck with that. I'm really not interested in listening to you drag a character who has mental illnesses. That's what I thought you would say. You knew my answer already. More or less. I used to, like, follow people who would, like, argue about Tony, but now I don't. I mean, sure, there's things to critique, but nobody ever wants to, like, have, like, a critique. They want to be like, the sun shines out of Steve Rogers' ass, and he's the greatest, and Tony Stark is an evil white dude who's rich and uses his money to abuse people. Blah, 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 blah. I get really mad about it, Anna. This is why I can't do it. It's not going to be a fight. It's going to be outright murder. (laughs) (laughs) did we have a relationship before we started this conversation maybe but at the end of it we're no longer friends if people don't talk to me about tony stark like even people i like people that i respect i can't have discussions about tony stark with them i'm just like no mm -mm, not no so now we know that never to approach you with a tony stark question or argument i will answer questions people can write me fic i'll discuss fandom as long as it's not, not, like, about him specifically, I'll discuss him in the context of Vic itself, which I do with Jenny sometimes when I'm in good moods. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood. I can't do it when I'm in a bad mood. But then again, I can't discuss anything when I'm in a bad mood because uh, I'm going to do the verbal equivalent of murder-suicide. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. 
And I don't know, maybe I'll change, but last year I just got so fucking tired of the rhetoric that stopped being just about this character is bad and evil because of Tumblr eventually transitioned to anybody who likes this character is evil, bad, and terrible. That's quite the stretch. I'm super interested in thoughtful critiques of characters that I like. I enjoy that, but I do not enjoy whatever the hell has happened around this particular character and fandom that's just not nuanced at all. There's another character I will no longer discuss with anybody either, unless it's somebody I know really, really well, and that's Renoa Hardily from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, no, learn my lesson there. God, people are so fucking misogynistic. I don't even want to... Ugh. Ugh. This was a very passionate question Tuesday. I'm just having a lot of feelings, guys. It's a little stressful over here right now. I don't know if you've heard, but we elected an insentient fucking tangerine. And it's rotten. And it's a little stressful. I'm stressed. <laughs> so yes, Tony Stark, Renoa Hartley. Those two characters. Definitely. I'm sorry. I love them. If you don't like them, it's fine. But I don't want to hear about it. I'm done. We can totally coexist as long as we don't mention these characters. The rule for me at dinner, we can discuss politics and religion all you want, but we cannot discuss Tony Stark and Renoa Hartley. That's amazing. Another Question Tuesday in the bag. Thanks to Hedwig and Rachel for sending in questions. Sorry that I got a little passionate. You can find Hedwig at Lazy Hedwig on Twitter, and you can follow Rachel at The Shades of Orange, which is her YouTube channel. You know what to do. Send them some bee emojis. Bee emojis all the way. This week, our music is Bob Boxcat Games and Chooky Beats. Ira made our show art with their super art skills. Links to their work will be in our show notes, as well as links to some of the media we discussed. Susan creates episode transcripts for us, and you can find all the available transcripts so far on fangirlhappyhour.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast, where we are still collecting all beef references, jokes, articles, and puns. Email us at fangirlhappyhour at gmail.com with your best bee puns. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes or whatever quality podcasts are acquired. And if you are a Facebook user, we humbly invite you to slide over and give our Facebook page a like. If you want to ask a question, you can ping us on social media or use the handy form on fingerhappyhour.com. Remember to drink some water, practice good sleep hygiene, and to contact your reps. And be passionate about things because that's really good for you. Thanks for listening to our show, friends. See you next episode.
Mwah! Perfect. <laughs> that was so... What are you doing? Are you tweeting? Call your senators. Every day. Wake up. Call your senators. I wanted no. the opposite of this. Is the dress white or black? Hey, Anna, what color is the dress? White. I got really mad because I could see it both ways. Really? Yeah, I could see it both white and gold and blue and black. I am a unique and precious snowflake. You are. And that's okay.